G'day everyone and welcome back to the 78 Amped Podcast. My name is Max Higgins and I'm joined this week by uh, one of my favourite, um, well, I was going to say recent discoveries, but actually it was when your first album came out a while ago that I got really into it. But Charlie Collins, <laughs> lovely to chat to you. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's great to be chatting with you. Thanks for coming on. Hey, we like to start off the, the podcast pretty much the same way every week by finding out what you've been listening to. So what's been like spinning in your playlists or if you've had some vinyl on, what, what's been sort of taking your ear? Um, so my go-to vinyl that I listen to a lot is Nebraska by Springsteen, mm-hmm. just a classic. Um, and I've been uh, on my Spotify, um, I've been listening to, I, I was in London recently, so I got into Holly Humberstone a lot. I really she's like she's a really great songwriter um Sharon Van Eden always the war on drugs always <laughs> Patsy Klein. that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you when you're traveling around especially touring do you find are you drawn to to artists that are from where you are or are you just like it's the mood that you're in or definitely try like I love when, especially being in London I love to know like who's like the kind of upcoming artists and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely like to kind of dive into that a little bit, you know, just to get familiar <laughs> with kind of what's happening as well. Yeah. At yeah. least you can like talk the talk when you're with random people. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Oh, yeah, that us. Yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go way back. Totally. Yeah, we go way back. So, like, oh, my God, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that's a, that's a good tactic. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're here today to chat about your second album, Undone, which is out now. And, you know, as the name might suggest, it, it feels like we're listening to a far more fragile Charlie Collins than, you know, than what we were listening to maybe in your first album, Snow Pine. What kind of was the genesis of this this record for you? Um, well, Snow Pine was about my sister's divorce and Undone is about my divorce. <laughs> 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 Pretty much that. No. Thematic. <laughs> um. I mean, that's true, though, but also, yeah, I don't know. I guess um, I uh, Snow Pine was a, a little bit more of a self-discovery um, and kind of talking about, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot was inspired by kind of my sister's heartbreak and, and also myself of stuff I was going through, you know, starting out on my own and kind of discovering who I wanted to be or if I wanted to keep doing this and... I do. So, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and album number two is just like a whole lot of fucking heartbreak and and sad songs that are very <laughs> personal, probably too personal. When you were writing this record, um, I mean, musically and lyrically, it, it sounds a lot more, um, yeah, I suppose, pained in a sense. Yeah. Did it? Was it? Did you feel like this was your chance to just pour all of those emotions into one record and get it done, or did, or was this just sort of one of like one part of that process for you? Um, it, no, this was definitely just getting everything out at this kind of chapter of my life, so I can almost move on to the next one and write the next record. You know, I don't want to drag things from my past to keep trickling on. You know, I kind of, I like to just kind of get it all out and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have a third album. You know, there might be a third divorce. Who knows? But. Yeah, oh God, I fucking hope not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not a third divorce. That would be. Yeah, let's see. I mean, you know, third time lucky is the thing, right? <laughs> hey, th- third album, you know, you got to have that that real love song album, right? You, teenage oh, crushes and stuff like that. It will definitely be my love song anthem album. Definitely. <laughs> Vibes right now. 
<laughs> Given that there's such a specific subject matter that you touch on a lot in, in the album, was there any sort of material or, or any of these tracks that had a genesis in the, the songwriting for any earlier sessions or, or were these all tracks that formed through that process? Um, so I, I did a, a couple. So I finished this record like two years ago. I recorded right. and had it done. And um, But I, there was just like a part of me that just felt like there was so much more I needed to say and get out. And I just, I felt like I could almost do better in a sense. I could, I wanted to be even more kind of real and honest. And so I like scrapped half the record and redid it. And then I collaborated. It gave me opportunity to do some collaborations, which I never, I didn't do on Snowpine, but so like the, the added songs were all just kind of co-writes and it was really nice to kind of, kind of do that. And, and um, I don't know, it kind of almost brings out a side to yourself, maybe that you necessarily wouldn't do unless someone else was there kind of helping you kind of draw it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a really interesting sort of um, direction, I suppose, because it is going from something that's so personal to then have someone else come in to give their like two cents on it. How does, how did that process work? It was, it was, it was pretty easy because I mean, all the people that I co-wrote with were good friends. So it's almost a thing of like, I would have called them up anyway to tell them what I was going through. So it was just more, we could like write about it instead of just <laughs> fucking crying my heart out to them on the phone. So it was nice, you know, and, and they understood my story and my journey and um, helped me narrate that into a, into a song. So, yeah, it was, it was easy. It was easy. Well, that's good. <laughs> I suppose, was there ever any point where, you know, you'd, you'd poured your heart out into some lyric and one of the, someone else who you were collaborating with was like, mm, mm, not so much. <laughs> They're like, mm, a little too much on the team. <laughs> um, no, no, I don't think so. Wait. Nah, nah. <laughs> Dude, nah, I don't, it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you are working with some of like the great names in Australian music. You've got Hayden James and Japanese Wallpaper. They both have co-writing credits of various. Jared James. Hay, not Jared, Jared James, sorry, not Hayden <laughs> Jared, James. I mean, Hayden's great too, but yes, <laughs> Jared. Sorry, Jared great. James. I, yeah, my, my mistake there. Jared James, sorry, <laughs> and uh, Japanese Wallpaper are getting co-writing credits. Uh, and I suppose, you know, the genre-wise, those art, those two artists sit very separately to each other, yeah. and also to to the music that you've created in this record. Yeah. Was there ever that that moment where you thought, "Fuck it, I want to go down this different musical path and just put that into the record at, at any point"? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, like I, I like I'm such a fan of what Jared does. I think he writes such beautiful kind of R and B soul music, and it's not necessarily the style I wanted to do, but I wanted to get his kind of essence in in the song just it's more like that beauty that he has you know there's so much fragility and beauty and soul in his music and so um I, I love that and and gab Japanese wallpaper I mean again I'm such a huge fan of what he does because he kind of does a lot more like synth pop stuff so and it was kind of like yeah with gab as well I'm like let's just fucking like go there you know like I want to I want to be in your world kind of but also like maybe joining worlds not being your like let's combine our worlds together and and it was so fun and it, and with Savior Dunn as well like I, I loved making that record with him it was so much fun um so yeah I guess it's kind of a thing of like 
yeah, incorporating each other's kind of styles into one and making it kind of its own thing instead of being fully kind of influenced and, you know, yeah. kind of just not not kind of having any sort of direction in a sense. Yeah. Did, did you ever feel like, um, w- w- sorry, were there ever elements of, of the tracks, you know, or, or versions of the tracks that were closer to maybe their world than your world at some point that you, you were like, mm, bring it back a little bit? <laughs> um, no, no, no. You know, like, I mean, even the song with um, Japanese Wallpaper, like it's it's kind of a, a a space that I've never kind of explored, but, you know, it's, it's quite synth heavy, which I've never kind of done before. But also I think it still kind of works. Like it still is me. Um, and, and I love that. Like I love that you can hear he's on it because that's his kind of world, <laughs> but it's still me. And, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blend, the good blend. The blend, yeah. I'm like, yeah, good blend, good blend. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other collaborators um, who you worked with a lot, obviously, on your first album is your now ex-husband. And, you know, you've worked with him as well as on parts of this album. Was that a tough moment, sort of working through that vulnerability that was, like, obviously based on your, your history together? Um, look, we're actually, like, really amicable and, you know, I just... Um, it was a nice thing. It, when when I wrote um, Undone, I I could hear how I wanted it to sound. And honestly, the first person that came into my head to to produce this song was was Chris. I was just like, this is such a Chris song. Like, who's my <laughs> ex? Um, and so I, you know, I asked him, and and he said yes. <laughs> and I mean, first he had to like check the song wasn't about him because most of the records, <laughs> and then he had to check it was in the clique because that would be kind of weird. Um, and yeah, it was just beautiful. Like I'm such a fan of what he does, and I literally just sent him a vocal and acoustic guitar, and then he created this whole kind of magical world around the song. And as soon as I heard literally like the first few chords, I was just like, oh yeah, this is, this is exactly how I pictured it, and it was perfect. You didn't send him any lyrics that were like, fuck you. Yeah, I know, fuck it, which is about it. Um, (laughs) um, But, yeah, no, it was was actually a really nice kind of thing to be working together again too, you know, like we worked on music for so long together. So to be able to kind of do that in in an amicable sense and I think it's because we just respect each other too as artists and and so it was, yeah, it was just like a really, it was a nice experience to create with my ex-husband. <laughs> so <laughs> Not many people would say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> was it a different experience, I suppose, in the studio or, or working on the production this time than last time though, I guess? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, so last time we just all like uh, rented a house and there was just three of us and everything was recorded live in this house. And so it was done, kind of done in a lot more of an organic kind of raw sense. And and this one, the, half the record, we went to the Grove Studios and Scott Horshcroft produced it with Chachi Milani, um, who mm-hmm. used to play guitar. And and it was it was kind of a similar vibe, but just, I guess, a little bit more, um, a little like a little bit more production-wise kind of going into it, you know, a lot more layers and sounds. And then obviously the co-writes were all kind of done in the studio with those people separately. So it was a little bit more kind of scattered, but somehow it all came together. Um, <laughs> I was worried though. I was like, fuck it, all these, I have all these songs, but are they going to work together as a body of work? But I think they do. So <laughs> I certainly think they do. <laughs> oh, okay, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> 
if we could back it up just a tick and, and maybe for, for any of my listeners who, who don't necessarily know the Charlie Collins story, you, you, can't, you grew up in an Australian music capital in Tamworth, right? Yeah, uh, I did, yeah. It, obviously, you know, it's safe to say there's a few elements of country music that sort of play into your into your sound, but was there ever a time when you were going to go full golden guitars and, you know, rock, I, that, I rock mean, the cowboy hat? <laughs> I saw, well, I started off um, doing country from such a young age. And so, you know, I was in a country band with my family for a long time. And um, it's definitely my favourite music. And it, it's kind of always going to be embedded in me because, I mean, that's, you know, what you grow up on is is kind of who you are at the core of everything so um yeah and i have been to the golden guitar awards but <laughs> they're really fun um but yeah I don't know, I just, um i just i also like you know i i like pushing the boundaries of things i don't like kind of pigeonholing myself into kind of one genre and i don't even know really what my genre is it's just in the day it's just feelings and music right and you can i'm kind of just like you can call it whatever you want <laughs> well, I mean, to me, musically, the th- well, uh, to me, the thing that, of your music that probably reflects country music the most is the storytelling element. Like country music yeah. is so good at telling that emotional story. Yes. And I feel like that's something that you've definitely captured, especially oh, in this thank album. You. Yeah. And that's something that's always meant so much to me. At the end of the day, like, it's just, it's the honesty and it's the story. You know, Johnny Cash is one of my favorite artists and, um, I learned how to write music by listening to his music. And because again, it is, it's just like, he's just pouring his heart and they're just these beautiful stories wrapped up into like three minutes. And, <laughs> and, and something always, I'll always remember is when I was like 10 and I was singing a song and then playing it for my dad. And he was like, cool. Like, so what is that song about? I was like, I don't know. It's about like love. I don't know. And he's like, and he made me like, he's like, read the lyrics and like, know what you're singing about, you know, because how are the audience going to believe you if you don't even know what you're singing about? And, and that's something I've always remembered, you know, as a kid. And so I've always carried that with me. It's like, I, if I don't be true and I don't feel what I'm singing, how is anyone else going to feel that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you can always feel a, uh, like an artist who's on stage and isn't like honestly reflecting what they're, what they're talking about. Yeah, you know? like that yeah. energy's in the room. Yeah. You can feel it. So it's, it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, as you progress, you were in a whole heap of different bands, probably most prominently to a lot of listeners in Tiger town. Yes. When you, when you sort of, you know, left Tiger town, when Tiger town sort of stopped as a, as a project and you, yeah. and you, embarked on your solo career was it was it sort of a conscious effort to to move in a different sonic direction or was it just hey this is the music that I'm I'm feeling yeah it was pretty much that you know I I remember when the band broke up and I hadn't written a song on just with just me and my guitar like for like for so long years and so I pretty much just sat down at home and just started writing again on guitar and everything kind of came out you know I kind of had a whole record and that's how snow pine came about so it wasn't it wasn't uh i didn't do it intentionally it just kind of was it was more of like a release and yeah um yeah so yeah it wasn't a a, a deliberate thing but um i just i just knew that i just wanted to write again on guitar and kind of have that storytelling aspect again like what you were saying because again too like with Tiger Town, it was, I had so much fun and like we got to do some amazing stuff and I'll never take it for granted. But also like, I kind of didn't, the songs that I was singing, I, I didn't believe them. And I kind of got to a point where I felt a bit lost 
as an artist and as a person and um, I was kind of getting swept up in just whatever was going on with the the band and where we, you know, avenues that we had to go down and stuff like that. Again, forever grateful, but it kind of got a little bit um, soul destroying, I guess. Yeah. And do you find for yourself, do you think that writing on acoustic guitar is is the, is the perfect way for you to just start any of those, like start the process? Yeah, def- definitely. It's like... I never and I never like intentionally go okay I'm gonna sit down and write a song it's almost like I feel something so strong and it's like oh fuck fuck where's my guitar like and then (laughs) this song kind of just like comes out all at once like the melody and lyrics and everything it kind of it's just like this big verbal vomit that I kind of do and then I'm like okay cool (laughs) (laughs) how to get that out yeah exactly I'm like oh my my chest cool Well, that, you know, that makes sense. You, you'll also be uh, heading around the country. Well, not sorry, heading around the country, heading on the East Coast uh, off the back of this album too. You know, being such a personal and, and I guess, again, vulnerable record, does it ever feel tough, um, you know, sharing that those emotions live with the crowd or do you ever feel like you just want to steal it away and keep it to yourself? Um, I, I think it's a nice thing to... Um and speak a truth to people is scary and daunting and emotional as it can be because it kind of um the thing I love is when people come up after the show and say oh oh my god like I'm going through the same thing or you know that song really touched me and it, it kind of makes you feel like you're not alone like that it's like oh cool other people go through this too and we're in this together you know it's a, it's a nice feeling um in saying that a couple of these songs I've never played live, so I probably will have a breakdown on stage. But that's fine because, you know, everyone's going to be there. That's show business. No, exactly. I actually, I remember I I did like a little um, preview of the record uh, last year sometime and I played November for the first time live and I like literally was choking. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to finish this song. And it was like, it was really hard. It was really hard to, because I guess you kind of, you're digging up the past again, you know, and you kind of have to relive that for the cycle of, of the record. But I think it'll get easier the more you play it. Do you think I mean, doing, like looking back on, on tracks off Snowpine, will they now have a different meaning to you personally when you're, you know, playing them live for a crowd off the, like with Undone in the middle, if that makes sense? Um, I don't think so. I look at it as like um, the songs from Snowpine is like, it's a nice way to look how much I've grown as a person, you know, as well, like playing those songs and, and to know where my headspace was at years, all those years ago and to where it is now. <laughs> and and it's kind of like, I've, I just see how much I've grown as a person, as an artist, is kind of everything. I think it's, it's kind of a nice thing to like uh, go back and, relive that in a, in a nice sense because you, you kind of relive it but in a sense of like you're removed from it you're not in immersed in that world or feeling anymore you can kind of look out look at it from the outside looking in so yeah if that makes sense <laughs> yeah exactly it's, yeah. it becomes almost like a like a museum display you know what i mean right, yeah. like yeah, totally <laughs> <laughs> like oh that was that was young charlie <laughs> that, was like, that was young me i was going through that oh cool well, I'm way worse now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seems like when you look back on stuff like that, you're like, oh, it's so quaint. I always think of that when you want to think of like anything pre-pandemic. It's like, oh, 
How good was life? <laughs> yeah, how good? Charlie Collins, your latest album, Undone, is out now. So listeners, go and get your hands and your ears on it wherever you can. Uh, you're touring the East Coast with a show Saturday the 30th of April at Black Bear Lodge here in Brizzy, then Thursday the 5th of May at Northcote Social Club in Melbourne, and finally at Oxford Arts in, uh, in Sydney on Saturday 14th of May. Yeah. Thanks for joining us and taking the time, Charlie. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure to spill my heart out to you. <laughs> I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> Got something on my chest that I'm trying to project, but I know that you won't hear. I was feeling so lost, didn't know what it would cost, but I guess that is on me. Tell me that you do. Still cry to all our songs